This is Denise Gobert, and I'm sitting here with Dr. Stuart Bender McLeod. And we are sitting here talking after uh, him, uh, after he has given a presentation uh, for the Ann Shumway Cook um, a special event today at CSM 2018. And we're here in wonderful New Orleans, Louisiana. Well, Dr. Bender, like I said before, uh, you gave a marvelous presentation this morning, and it was special how you pulled together all of your work throughout the many years that you've been conducting research to contribute to uh, neurological uh, uh, research and then plus adding to uh, physical therapy, our profession. So. What I'd like for you to do uh, for our audience and those that are interested in your work is sort of go through that summary of that history that you provided this morning as to your journey on how you came to be uh, who you are today. <laughs> Denise, th thanks so much. I'm very glad to be here in what I hear is your hometown, uh, <laughs> New Orleans, Louisiana, a city that, that I uh, certainly love to visit. This is, yes. this is a great place. So, so uh, thanks so much. I, I just want to say that I'm, I was just terribly honored to be selected uh, by the uh, Academy of Neurological Physical Therapy to uh, present this year's uh, Anne Shumway Cook Lecture. And the lecture itself, I, I kind of outlined, as you noted, uh, my journey. Yes. And I'll just take a couple of minutes and kind of give you kind of an overview of, of what that trip uh, looks like, yeah. just a little bit. And, and so, it, you know, as I, as I mentioned, it, it, it starts out, uh, actually I started out today saying it really from my roots back in uh, the South Bronx in New York, but I think we can <laughs> skip over a couple of steps and, and, and move uh, right to um, my undergraduate work at the State, State University of New York at Buffalo, working with um, one of... Uh, a number of individuals uh, who have been in incredibly impactful in terms of my career. And this first individual was Dr. Beverly Bishop. Uh, yes. Those of you who know, yes. do, do, know Beverly, she was a marvelous, not only a marvelous scientist, uh, a, a marvelous mentor, um, and a great friend. She would, I remember when I, uh, uh, I early on in my career, I got a, 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 a very nice award from the APTA. And when I got home, I had this lovely card from Beverly congratulating me <laughs> and telling her, telling me how proud she was. I mean, that was that was great. And we kept over the years, we kept up over the years. We'd see each other at neuroscience meetings, but but Beverly really um, opened up the whole notion of becoming a, what a scientist was, okay. and, and 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 that that was a. Uh, and that would be an option for me. Be Beverly was extremely supportive. Uh, I got my first research grant working with her. It was a $500 grant from the Western New York, some association, I can't even remember, but it paid for me to work in her lab in the summer to do single modian analysis in humans, which you'll see I'll, two steps ahead. I followed that up with doing single modian analysis in, uh -huh. in cat hindland muscles. So I went from, from working with Beverly uh, graduating PT school, having my first job up in Hanover, New Hampshire, and, and being fortunate once again to, to interact with an, ac an incredible mentor, um, Jane Walter. Um, Jane really instilled in me uh, a love for our profession, and, and I think even more important than that is, is a vision of not where the profession was 
back in 1974 when I graduated from PT school. Yes, 1974. That was a that's long time okay, ago. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's right. But 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 really, what we could be. Jane Jane really had a vision of, yeah. of what physical therapists can contribute to 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 healthcare, okay. and I think that really inspired me. Um, so I worked up in New Hampshire for three years with Jane and then um, moved on and got my master's degree at Emory University where I, I met the third person that I noted earlier today was incredibly impactful in my life and that was uh, Steve Wolf. And uh, Steve really uh, modeled what a, what a, what a really uh, a, a clinical research scientist looks like uh -huh. and, and inspired me. Um, Steve and I wrote probably half a dozen papers together, mm -hmm. including my master's thesis, as, as well as uh, uh, a number of papers on uh, stroke rehabilitation using EMG biofeedback. And I realized in working with Steve and my good friends and colleagues at Emory uh, that if I was ever going to actually lead a research program, which is something that I was actually inspired to do, uh, that I was going to need to go back and get my PhD. Yeah, and I it did. Was, it was wonderful to see at the end of your presentation, Steve came up and you guys hugged. <laughs> you know, that, that uh, really showed that relationship, how uh -huh. special it was. And it, it, and it has grown over the years. Yeah. Steve and I are very good friends. We, yeah. we, we've uh, spent the last probably eight New Year's together at his cabin <laughs> up in North Georgia. My wife and I really love him and Lois. They're just great. But, and, um, and, th and then, so I went on and I was fortunate once again um, to, to have uh, selected an outstanding mentor at what was then called Medical College of Virginia, MCV. I guess now f folks refer to it as Virginia Commonwealth University. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But in, and that's where I got my PhD in physiology. And my mentor was a fellow by the name of, by the name of Stephen, <laughs> excuse me, by the name of Peter Klaman. And Peter is just a, an outstanding scientist and an incredible human being. And he really um, instilled a, a, an appreciation of knowledge for knowledge's sake. Yeah, yeah, and I mentioned yeah. to Denise earlier that 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 Peter is part of that, that lineage that uh, in terms of my scientific lineage, which dates back to Peter and Peter trained with Elwood Henneman and Henneman trained with Lloyd and Lloyd trained with Sherrington. So it goes back and wow. you know I'm really uh, very <laughs> pleased and and, and 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 it goes on, you know, with my students and the students they they've already graduated. So I'm already a, a uh, um, not only a, a grandfather, as I showed uh, some pictures of my, my two um, young grandchildren who were just born six weeks ago, but also from a scientific perspective. Having uh, scientific grandchildren out there now is, is, is uh, <laughs> a bit... Uh, it's wonderful. <laughs> and, yes. and one thing that I, I note is that uh, on your web page, uh, what I did is a little bit of homework, you know, before interviewing you. I wanted to see how many PhD students mm -hmm. that you have mentored. Yes. And I didn't see the entire number, but I saw 11 mm -hmm. great names there on just your page along with their work. Yes. That's truly exciting. Yeah. I, I've mentored a total of 13 PhD 13. students. Okay. Uh, uh, several of them uh, are... They're, they're pretty, I can go back and count, but they're pre pretty much evenly divided between engineers and physical therapists. Oh, um, wow. And, and yeah. uh, with one, the tiebreaker being Sam, Sam is both an engineer and a physical therapist. So wow. it's, 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 they're probably a, a shade more PTs than engineers, but I've really enjoyed. And that was one of the themes of my presentation today is the collaborations that I've had over the years with, with engineers. 
Um, so, so then once again, following my journey. So now I graduated in 1987 uh, with a PhD in physiology from Medical College of Virginia. And what I, what I did there, as I alluded to earlier, was a single mode analysis in cat hind limb muscles. And I was looking at, um, just briefly, looking at the effects of, um, of using electrical stimulation to activate single mode units. And what we were trying to do then is, is understand how the central nervous system controls muscle forces um, mm -hmm. at, at the, the spinal cord or brainstem level. Okay. Um, if you folks, I don't know if, if people recognize when I said that Peter trained with Elwood Henneman. Elwood Henneman's the person who described um, the size principle of motor unit recruitment. Yeah. Um, so um, so this is this whole notion of, of motor unit recruitment. Mm -hmm. um, from the So what, what Peter's background was in the recruitment area Okay. And what I brought to the lab, which was something a little bit different, was the um, frequency domain. Yeah. So there's two ways that we, we modulate force, through the central nervous system or through electrical activation. Either we recruit more or fewer motor units, mm -hmm. or, or we drive those motor units, either it's low, either lower or higher frequencies. Yeah. And it's that combination that produces force. Peter's lab was, was well entrenched in the recruitment aspects of it, yeah. <clears throat> based on his training with, with Elwood. And I brought in the frequency domain, and yeah, Peter and was, embraced that. And I love the way you were targeting that fatigue factor. Yeah. Because I think that's really that speaks to those of us in rehab because we right. deal with that uh, due to disability or deconditioning, both of those conditions. Right. So uh, that was quite interesting. Thanks. Yes. And, and, and so I was looking at, in terms of doing this basic work, with, with an eye towards uh, my future uh, interests, which was once again developing interventions, this in particular using electrical stimulation mm -hmm. to improve performance. Uh, in individuals who have damaged central nervous systems. Yeah. So either spine, I, and I, I honestly didn't know which way it was going to go. I was inspired early on. I worked with Steve to work with strokes. That's where I had most of my experience. However, at Delaware, I did have some opportunities uh, to work with spinal cord injury patients. Yeah. And the work that we were doing really early on, particularly with the notion of fatigue, and we did, I talked about some of the mathematical modeling work that I did in collaboration with my colleagues. Yeah, that uh, formula you put on the slide <laughs> was a little daunting, you know. <laughs> Two relatively simple differential equations, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's work that I did with my good friend and colleague, Tony Wexler, okay. who was in the Department of Mechanical Engineering at Delaware, and he's since moved uh, back to, to uh, the West Coast, where he's from. He's at UC Davis now, but we've, we, we're, we're very close friends and, mm -hmm. and continue to collaborate along with uh, uh, a couple of really outstanding graduate students, uh, Jun Ding and, and uh, Rimu Parumo, who are just both uh, both uh, engineers, uh, Jun a biomedical and Rimu a mechanical engineer, um, and who got their PhDs working with me. And Tony, Tony do we co-mentor them? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We developed some, some fabulous m mathematical models. And I, th I showed during the presentation today that those models are applicable not only to cat Heimlin muscles, but also to, to human um, muscles from healthy individuals and a wide range of, of muscles in, in individuals who had stroke. And they really helped us to formulate our intervention. Um, I talked earlier today about um, the initial work I did at Delaware, w both in force optimization, mm -hmm. using uh, uh, different models in terms of uh, healthy individuals as well as spinal cord injury patients, and then uh, some of the mathematical work, which led ultimately to a, 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 vi a wonderful 
NIH-funded uh, uh, randomized clinical trials, a study that involved randomized cl clinical trial uh, using uh, what I called fast FES. It's a combination of fast walking with uh, electrical stimulation. And that was in collaboration with my uh, colleague and, and, and uh, partner in crime, Darcy Reisman, <laughs> at the University of Delaware. Darcy is just wonderful to work with. Yes, you and Darcy had a marvelous uh, study. I, I love how you started with an N of one with your <laughs> uh, preliminary data for that application, uh, yes. for that NIH grant. And then it turned into a five-year endeavor. And truly, the work that uh, you're doing and continue to do mm -hmm. has been adding to what we know about rehabilitation mm -hmm. strategies and so forth. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that um, was quite impressive is that you moved from the animal model to humans uh, as far as patients are concerned, mm -hmm. but then you just notified me that you're moving toward robotics. Mm -hmm. Well, we continue. One of the things I mentioned today is that, is that, that my path has been anything but linear. It's, I, right. I did, my journey is in some ways circular in terms of it started with stroke and it's come back to stroke. But, yeah. it, but, but along the way, we've taken a lot of interesting side trips. Okay. Um, and and um, a, a number of, uh, I, I've met a couple of my former students, you know, they, they've come up and spoken with me. And it, and it reminds me of some of the, the side trips that we took. I just oh, that's what you call it when you're, <laughs> you're famous like this, is they're side trips. Okay. Well, I don't know if famous, you know. But, but, but in terms of, um, so, but a, a project now, and this is one of the things that's really nice, one of my former students who did a lot of work on this, the FAST FES project, right, right. Lua Wad, did a, 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 a postdoc at Harvard with uh, Connor Walsh and and yeah. and, and, I, and I mentioned to these that, that, that Connor had uh, expertise in developing um, wearable exoskeletons right. originally funded by the Department of Defense and they completed that that contract and have moved into trying to, to do that use that same technology to develop uh, wearable exoskeletons in individuals who had stroke yeah. and so Connor who's incredibly hardworking, very, very talented. Just got an R01 over the past year, and Lou is a collaborator on that grant, and I'm mm -hmm. a consultant on that grant. So we're, we're continuing to try to use this technology to develop devices that stroke patients could use to help with uh, walking function. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, during the introduction when they were uh, introducing you for the presentation, the Ann Shumway Cook uh, presentation, they said, 31 years? Is that your I've been, I've been in Delaware 31 Del years. 31 thir years? This is my 31st year at Delaware. Yeah. That, that is just incredible, incredible. <laughs> and your long history has given you many, many wonderful things that you've been involved with. But I'm going to ask you a very difficult question. If someone were to ask you, what is your, I guess, the best contribution or the, the contribution that you're most proud of? What would that be? Um, so I think that you know, it, it's like picking your favorite child. It's uh, difficult yeah. for him, y'all. He, he, yeah. he does, he's finding yes. words. There, 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 there are a couple of different ways that I that I would answer that. I, I think that the Fast FES project really is a culmination of my okay. career. It okay. really has pulled together the the basic and applied science in a way that it, I think has been uh, probably will be in the end most impactful. Okay. Uh, However, there, there have been other projects that I think were, were just really, really clever projects that I really enjoyed working on. Some of those mathematical models that we developed are, are just um, 
very, very powerful, and, yeah. and, and yeah. I, I think will um, make a lasting impact in the field. I mean, I, they, they're still cited, and, they, and people are using them, um, you know, in cu countries around the world, and that's, that's really nice. Um, I think some of the other work that we've done, uh, I've, I've never mentioned some of the work that I did with, uh, with uh, Scott Stackhouse and, and Sam. We, we did a whole series of studies on um, central activation and trying to understand where force deficits are in older individuals and stroke, people who had stroke. I think yeah. that's some of our hi most highly cited work, okay. so I have to believe okay. that that's impactful okay. as well. Um, you know, so I think there are a number of areas. I think, you know, one of the things that I'm very proud of that I think I mentioned, we were the first to show a catch-like property oh, yes. in human skeletal muscle. Mm -hmm. You know, Bob mm -hmm. Birkin showed it in, in, in um, animal single-mode units, cat yeah. hind limb, yeah. and we, and it wasn't clear, you know, this comes from, you know, it's, it's very basic work. And we showed early on that, in fact, human muscle uh, showed a similar property. Same and I thing. think that was, yes. that was, I think, a, an important contribution. Yes, yes. I, I know I've been following your work for many years um, because, as I told you, as faculty members, we have to know a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, uh, EMGs uh, along with stimulation of the muscle. And so your work is cited uh, many times as some of the basics that we need to know as uh, mm -hmm. clinicians. So you've come a long way. You've got ideas. So the next question is, what's in your future? Where are you uh, going to take this? Uh, my, my future is, 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 is it's interesting. Uh, I finished with my last graduate student over a year ago. And, but in, and uh, I guess it was almost five years ago, uh, I submitted um, two grant applications okay. on successive days. I submitted a U54 application, which is a cooperative agreement with the NIH, to, to lead a program. Uh, it's a clinical and translational research project, mm -hmm. um, and it involved three institutions in the state of Delaware and the Medical University of South Carolina. I think I mentioned earlier, this is a, yeah. a twenty, it's $20 million funding from the federal wow. government, $5 million from the state, and $3.5 million contribution, $3.5 million contribution from the institutions. I submitted that grant, and then the next day, I submitted a program project grant, uh, which was a follow-up of the FAST yeah, FES project. Yeah, yeah. And I and they were both resubmissions, interestingly. The 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 um, the program project grant was fairly close to being funded the first time. The mm -hmm. the, the, mm -hmm. the CTR grant was was we had a there was a major problem with it. We corrected it. It came back, the, the, the CTR got a, an excellent score, it was funded. The program awesome. project grant it marginally improved and it was not funded, mm -hmm. which kind of sealed my fate. Um, the, so I lead this very large program now, and what it does is, is we support primarily junior faculty members okay. Um, okay. In, in, in clinicians um, to move their careers from really from basic research into clinical and translational research. Um, and it's, it's, it's a great project. And so what I've done, rather than having my own laboratory, I'm at a stage of my career now where I'm helping to facilitate the careers of junior investigators. And that's, that's where I spend most of my time at this point. And right now, there are those that are, are your mentees that are giving presentations right now. And, I, and that's why 
I thank you for spending some time with me to share your story. Yeah, it's an encouraging story. All the way from first grade, you said your first grade <laughs> teacher's name was First, Mrs. Mrs. First, Mrs. First, Mrs. First yeah, all the way through today. Yeah. And uh, we uh, would just thank you, and we look forward to your work in the future. Thank you so much. All right. Have Bye. a great day. Bye now. <laughs>